Welcome to part two of Joe Picks and NFL Team Playoff Spectacular. Dan, we're back. This is part one. Was epic matchup. Can part two match part one? I don't know. Excitement. I mean, Joe, the top three seeds are still on the board. There's going to be some excitement here, some emotion. Let's just get right into it, Joe. Part two brought to you by PullingTheSidelines.com. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. As always, yeah. our friends at Pulling the Sidelines. Yeah. Wow, Joe, we just did the 8-9 and now the 7, Joe. The 7-10, the second closest matchup on the board. I think there's not a bad matchup here. These are all tough decisions. This is a great matchup, Joe. For everybody at home, look to the right side of your bracket upper right-hand corner, the seven-seeded Bears versus the 10th-seeded Eagles, who have already, they already had to face a zombie team. They came away on the number eight, do you, is the owner a monster category. They came through 10 out of 10. Huge, crushing defeat that they laid upon the uh, mighty Vikings. The Vikings look to be a scary I team. I know. Dan, just real quick for uh, those following at home. We've uh, switched the drink of choice to now drinking fuzzy colas. So, I mean, a little bit of a ba- blast from the past podcast. Joe, I believe in truth in podcasting. I don't want to be one of those podcasters misleads a viewer. In the past two minutes, we've had a four-hour time jump, folks. <laughs> you won't notice it. You you can't won't even be able to tell when it happened, but it happened. But I think there are folks who want to be drinking with us at home and want to. Yeah. We're going to go on a tour of some of the best drinks we've had so far. Yeah, our damn makers, which we had for one episode. Yeah, fuzzy cola is one part peach schnapps, five parts Coke. Coke, yeah, one hundred parts delightful. It's it's amazing. The drink is just as good as before. And Joe, I would say the temperature in this room has cooled by probably. Five degrees. It's still maybe 15 to 20 degrees hotter than everywhere else in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in triple digits, but it's not quite the 140 degrees it was yeah. earlier. Yeah. All right. That's it. Number seven versus number 10. Bears versus Eagles. Joe, starting with the Bears. What is their top category? Well, of course... Number five, can't root for a team Rob roots for. The bitter rivals of the Green Bay Packers, the Bears, scored a perfect 10 out of 10 in this category. If you are rooting against Rob, you are rooting for the Bears. Okay, that's kind of a a cop-out, so let's get their second-best categories just to, to see what they are. Well, they have matching nines in what do you think about the division. And number six, is it a city you'd enjoy visiting? So you'd love to go to Chicago. I'm sure you've been to Chicago before. And again, we've talked about this division before just recently. Unbelievable division. Obviously storied history. So that is what the Bears are bringing to the table. Now, let's look at the Eagles. Now, Joe, we've already seen them before. We already know their best category. Jeffrey Lurie? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You pronounced it perfectly. I know. Brandeis alum, 10 out of 10, Joe. Your highest score in the owner category. Their second best scores are 8.5 in Is It a City You'd Enjoy Visiting? I went there for the NFL draft, and I can tell you, delightful city. So much to do. Historic. So many things to visit. Unbelievable. And in the division, Joe, 8.5 in the division. So in both the same categories in Category 6 yep, and yep. Category 2. They're just half a point behind the Bears in the same categories. City, a little bit worse, you say, and Division, a little bit worse in your estimation. But 
those are our highlights between the two teams. What do you think? I mean, these are just such similar categories. I mean, yeah, I, I think that that's right. I, I, I do like Chicago a little bit more than Philadelphia, and I have more friends and people I could go visit there. And I guess I do like the the NFC North a little bit more than the NFC East. But actually, I don't even know if that's true. I mean, I think, I think what I like, the Bears placement maybe within the NFC North because they are the direct rival to the Packers. So I think that that was why that rating was a little bit higher. But man, that Eagles owner really, really... I mean, Brandon Zalam, Joe. What, what's more to say? What's more to say? And then the flip side is I get to root against Rob with the Bears. I mean, this is a, this is a complete draw. Complete right. draw. Straight up Total draw. Talk. Now, Joe, let's look at the downside. So on the Bears, the worst part was the drink, which was, if if memory serves me correctly, a Bear Blitz margarita. Oh, that was so bad. Yeah. That was one of our worst drinks. Yeah. But I'm going to throw that out. And their second worst category is number eight, is the owner a monster? You gave them a two. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't remember anything about it. He, he or she sound terrible. <laughs> All right, Joe. I pulled up what Superfan Sean said. Now, this is not my research. This is Superfan Sean, which is certainly coming out of his own biased lens. But he said, the owners are monsters. Worst owners in the league. No football fan would want anything to do with the McCaskies. George Hallis was different, but has passed away and left shit for ownership. They're penny-pinching monsters which is proven with their strong support of a bill that would change the workers' comp. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, this is terrible. This is yeah. terrible. Yeah. They want to change workers' comp so that they don't have to yeah. pay their players when they get hurt. That's bad. That hasn't been confirmed, but that's that's what it is. And the Eagles have matching threes. Their low score is a three in. Do they have player players you could put on your fantasy roster? And is the team evil? I think this is a slight edge to the Eagles in this category, only because the, is the team evil? Unless it's a situation where, like, wow, like they really did something terrible that I I can't associate myself with. It's very temporary, right? It's 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 about who's on the team when, and when those players aren't on the team anymore, it sort of changes. Um, obviously, we talk about the permanence of how they deal with those issues, but the question of an owner ownership is so fundamental to a team yeah an owner like on like riley's decision making matrix of like what you'd weigh like owner should be weighted more because it is the 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 most now i know that like their owner is 95 years old but like it's it's still the family it's like that like it's a one part of a team that you know won't change right or is least likely to change the spanos is for generations will probably own the chargers yeah now it might change, but there's you can never hope for that. It's just it is like a random yeah. occurrence of it changes. Uh, so I think that not not because of the specifics of anything about the Eagles or the Bears, but just where I'm seeing the weight of these categories. I think that the Eagles have an edge over the Bears. Okay, now Joe, we do not have any emailers about this particular matchup. So what does Reddit have to say? <laughs> well. I'm not going to bore you, Dan, with long details about the Bears. Just to say that, like, the Bears fans are in the range of Reddit supporters that we've talked about who are very supportive, very friendly, welcoming to me, have really good arguments to root for the Bears, want me to come, hate the Packers, and are just generally nice people. But holy shit, let me tell you about the Eagles. <laughs> let's, let's hear. 
I mean, we talked about this when I posted it the first time, but I just posted again today. And my God, I mean, just to read you a few of the very highly rated comments. Go fuck yourself, dude. I really fucking hate you. Try Canadian football and leave us alone. Because fuck you, that's why. These are all different comments. We don't give a shit who you root for. We don't need no stinking West Coasters. Oof. This one's nice and simple. Fuck off. (laughs) Just within this one thread, I was called a jabroni, a rube, and a cornball. A cornball? Yeah, these are are like regional insults that I don't get. Uh, I was told your kind is not welcome here. And then just, I mean, even just... What's your kind, Joe? I, I asked that. I said, "Do you do you mean Jews? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, I mean, literally, just just as as we're sitting here. Uh, let's see. Just recently, the, the, let's see what ju- I could just say. How do the press is? Yeah, we don't need to sell ourselves to some jabroni who won't follow his team a couple hours away. Uh, Eagles fans just go crazy and told me. But here's the thing about them: this comment has by far more votes in it and more comments in it than anything else I've ever put on Reddit for any of our podcasts. So it's like this double-edged sword. You have this like incredibly passionate fan base who their passion manifests itself most in anger and hatred. Yeah. I'm totally torn. Yeah. And I'd like to know, Joe, I also posted pulling the sidelines on the Eagles Reddit they were great. I mean, it's they had the most signups on the site, period. I think, Joe, like the Sith Lord, they just have rage that they need to get out. Yeah, like the whole fandom is built up around anger and express. It, it's part of, like, the culture there. Yeah, and they were taking it out on Doug Peterson, which, by the way, haven't gotten the highest marks I've ever seen in pollingthesidelines.com. But... The Eagles fans were enthusiastic right. to put in those low scores. They're they're enthusiastic. They're engaging. Uh, you, you know, in a way, the Bears and the Eagles are 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 in so many ways mirror images of each other. Like one has the best owner, the other one has the worst owner. They're both cities that I not like. the worst owner, not the worst owner, but a bad the owner. worst category is the owner. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, both cities I'd like to visit, both divisions I really like, right? So there's similarities and, and then some big contrast. Uh, the thing that I, th- you know, the Bears obviously have this huge advantage of being Rob's rival. Yeah. Um, the thing that's a difference is that just looking at these, at these Reddit posts, man, are the Eagles fans freaking passionate. Now, their passion was like laid bare on like yelling at me. Yeah. For literally... Over 150 comments, 95% of them yelling at me. Yeah. Look, the bottom line is I don't know if I can be part of this Eagles fan base. They're just so harsh. But I at least have to try for one more round. The Eagles are moving on. Wow. All right. Joe. The Bears had a good run. The Bears, super fan strong. Wow, the Bears got a double, a double <laughs> cannon. Real tight operation we got running here, Joe. Random S- cannon fire going off. Super Fan John did everything in his power to impugn the Bears. But the franchise just had too much going for it to get them in. Get them a seven seed, Joe, but 
There, it just wasn't enough. The Eagles, the Sith Lord. They keep moving on. You know, you have an anti-Jedi pro-Sith bent to you, Joe. Absolutely. I mean, look, it's been, I've moved on the Raiders and That's the Eagles true. so far. It's true. It's true. All right. The Bears are out. Eagles and Joe, are going on. that's our first upset on the board. For those scoring at home, the 10 seed moves through. That's our first double-digit seed moving on. Wow. So, Dan, what's up next? Joe, wow. After that riveting, riveting matchup, the Eagles squeak through. And now three matchups left, Joe. And guess what seeds are remaining? Do you know off the top of your head? I have no idea. I, I want to walk into this as blind as I have throughout the rest of our podcast. <laughs> Just call <laughs> Just ball and know, strikes. Knowing so little going into it. The one seed, the two seed, and the three seed are our only remaining wow. so we got some matchups. real lopsided matchups then. Okay. Well, we'll see, Joe. Some of these might strike an emotional chord with you, but we have to get there first. So, hey, Siri, pick a random number between one and three. Random number between one and three is two. Speak of the devil, Joe. The number two seed, Atlanta Falcons, is playing the number 15 seed, the Los Angeles Chargers. Wow. Wow. What a matchup. Wow. Joe, the winner of this matchup will earn the right to play the Eagles in the Elite Eight. Joe. The Falcons was the team we did the last time I was in Seattle so long ago. That's true. The last time we drank fuzzy colas. <laughs> We've got the fuzzy colas right now. I've got a fuzzy cola at least. I finished my fuzzy cola. I know. <laughs> you should You should get a special refill for this one. Joe, we'll, we're going to see right now in five or ten minutes, you're either going to say the past is behind you, the Chargers are a team you will not root for, or... yeah. One of the heavy betting favorites, the Atlanta Falcons, a team that belongs to NFC South Corner. This could be the, the, the last two minutes of any like semblance of a thread that I've had to charge your fandom. Or if they upset the Falcons here, I mean, you beat the Falcons, you can go all the way. It's true. Although we know that Eagles matchup, this could be a tough owner matchup in particular. Ooh, okay. All right, Joe, let's just jump right into it. You know, let's be... I'm going to be as dispassionate as possible, though I know it's going to be tough for you. It will be. So the Falcons, their best score was the drink, the fuzzy cola. You gave a 10 out of 10. I mean, I know normally we're skipping the drink, but man, <laughs> let's keep talking about this fuzzy cola. No doubt about it. The drink is great. Number, your second highest score is... Number seven, does a team have player or players you could put on, on a fantasy roster? You gave them a nine. And why not, Joe? We've done fantasy drafts. What more do you want? Matt right. Ryan, Julio Jones, Devonta Freeman. You've got, you name the position, you've got a player. The kicker, Matt Bryant. I mean, everybody on that team is playable. Everybody on that team's drafted. Whew. And now let's look at the Los Angeles Chargers. Where are they best? They are best in Is the Team Evil, Joe? You gave them a 10 out of 10. If memory serves me correctly, they... They're not evil. They rarely run afoul of the law. Right. Yeah. No, and I think, you know, what's interesting about the Chargers being not evil is because this has sort of become like... um, 
maybe more of a catch-all like player character category. It's not just that the Chargers aren't evil. It's that I obviously have a connection to the Charger players. Like yeah. the one thing that has been hard for me is thinking about not rooting for Philip Rivers. Yeah, because I like obviously I, I spent the last decade that Philip Rivers has been in the league rooting for Philip Rivers. Yeah, so as this has sort of morphed more and more into a player category, it's interesting that 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 is a tough thing to let go of. I'd imagine. I'd imagine. And you know, Joe, the number two, speaking of things that are tough to look of, your second highest rating for the Chargers that clocked in at an eight was rate the uniform and the logo. The love powder blue. Love that powder blue. Yeah. Whew. Love that powder blue. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can't beat it. You really can't beat it. I'm actually surprised that I gave it an eight. I guess I, 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 I knocked it down because they don't permanently play in the, in the powder blues. That was our first ever podcast, Joe. You were you were still finding your strike zone. It's true. It's true. What was the second highest for the Falcons? As stated, Joe, the second highest for the Falcons was the fantasy teams. So the first highest was a drink. Second highest was the fantasy teams. If you want to go one past, there's a three-way tie at eight for rate the uniform and the logo, is the owner a monster, great owner, and what do you think about the division? Yeah. The NFC South, I mean... Yeah. What's there to say that hasn't already been said? It's true. It's true. Well, th- these are these are actually two really solid teams in terms of what I like the most about them. I think I give the slight edge to the Chargers. The history with the players, the colors. I mean, slight edge. Slight wow. Edge. Wow. All right. The Chargers... The charges, you know, if you see them in your section, that's a, they're going to be a tough out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. But what is worst about the teams, Joe? The Falcons' lowest score is a three, which is in two places. Number one, literally number one, you don't want a team that's too good or too bad. You gave them a three, I guess, because they're probably a little too good. A little too good. Sure. Totally. And you also gave them a three... In the section 11, what do you think about the fan base? I think the Falcons fans, for whatever reason, you you just didn't find too much to love there. Yeah. And I don't need you to remind me what the worst score for the Chargers is. Yes. Well, what do you think it is, just out of memory? Uh, I would guess it's the owner. And what do you think your score was? I think he got the uh, the obligatory not Dan Snyder point or half point. Yeah, he got a one, a one. for the category. <laughs> and Joe, in the second worst score is also the fan base, which you gave a two. So you well, were no, not... that's true. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, this is a clear and decisive win for the Falcons in this category. All right. No question about it. The worst thing about the Chargers is Hispanos family. And uh, that is worse than almost any other thing about any team. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I Look, mean, I, yeah. I, I know. I know what it's like to root for a team with a bad owner, though I don't know what yeah. it's like to root for one that stole the team, moved them to a different place. All right, Joe. Do we have any fan email from any of our Falcons fans? I've got... Any Charger fans? I've got an email. All right. Let's hear it. Superfan Errol. And you know what, Joe? Come on in. It's warm and cozy. The southern corner of the NFC. Come on in. Our feuds are friendly. 
We clash without the animosity. Wow. The <laughs> NFC this is South really test Corner. That. The NFC South Corner. Pick the Saints. Oh, poor Saints. Oh, it hurts still. But they will live on forever in that song. Superfan Errol sent an email entitled, Don't Fuck This Up, an anti-Atlanta rant. Here we go, Joe. Okay. <laughs> there might be some animosity. I like how the Saints fans, Saints are never dead. They're just still yeah. here fighting. <laughs> the Shitlanta Dirty Birds are the worst team in the NFL. All full right. stop. Just to hit on the strongest points. One, Matt Ryan shat his pants on live TV. Okay. Can't argue with that. <laughs> oh, that's referring to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think he's... I don't think that was meant literally. <laughs> <laughs> I can never know. I mean, Donovan McNabb once, like, puked in the middle of a game. That's true. I, yeah. yeah. If you were like, he puked, I don't know. Hey, I would actually like Matt Ryan more if he shat his pants on live TV. Well, maybe he did, Joe. Well, he certainly did... Wait, figuratively. Hold on, I'm gonna bang that real quick. <laughs> oh wait, I think he actually shit his pants. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, never forget that time that Matt Ryan shit his pants. Oh yeah, yeah. There is an image of Matt Ryan that makes it seem pretty clear that he may have shit his pants during a game. Yeah, super fan arrow. I see. I, this is actually a multimedia email. I see. He he sent a picture of it. Okay, so it, this wasn't. This was a. Literal shit his pants. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, that's horrible if he gets, like, hit super hard. Ooh, man. Poor guy. I told you I'd like him more if he shit his pants. Maybe you should pick no teams. So you're, we're talking about a league where people are, like, losing control <laughs> of their, their bowels, <laughs> getting hit so hard. Uh, this is terrible. All right. Two. Atlanta is in between stadiums. One is a circus tent. The other, a giant metal retractable sphincter. It was supposed to cost $700 million. It is at nine hundred dollars and projected to cost $1.5 billion, with a B, at the end of this abortion of architecture. All right. I think it looks kind of cool, but whatever. Three. Fans are so bad they actually got caught pumping fake crowd noise through the speakers at a home game. This is not a joke. Well, after number one, I know you're not sure. <laughs> yeah, we're taking you very literally, Errol. Number four. Home Depot sucks, and we all know it. Wow. Joe. Wow. In in full transparency, we had another mini break. I was just at Home Depot approximately 30 minutes ago purchasing an air conditioner. And they price matched. They it. price matched 20% off. It was That was a deal. So I, I can't say I share that. Number five, Matt Ryan hates the nickname that people gave him. Natty Ice should have drank that for the Atlanta episode, by the way. Yeah. But wow. then we wouldn't have fuzzy colas yeah, in our come on. Number six, Falcons fan like red vines over Twizzlers. Yuck. Number seven, he shat his pants in a game. Can't stress this enough. Number eight, whenever you see someone texting at a red light that just turned green. Yep, you guessed it. That's a Falcons fan. Nine, their owner looks like whatever the bad guy from Inspector Gadget would look like if he had ever shown his sneaky face. Hey, come that's, on. That's true. He is a mafia don. Yeah, but he's, he's a lovable guy. That's what's so great about him. He's a lovable mafia don. Yeah, sure. Number 10, Matty Ice loves to wear your sister's bra when you ain't around. Picture attached. Yeah, wow. Number 11, the statue they built is the ultimate NFL version of a huge truck to prove to the world that we have the big dicks. Okay. All right, whatever. Finally, 
Do not let Atlanta move on. I'm not just saying this because I'm a Saints fan. I have years of experience with the shittiest fans, any sport I'm familiar with, and I would be crushed. Nay, the world would be crushed if Joe goes down the K-hole that is Atlanta for your consideration. Who dat? Superfan Saints man Arrow. P.S. Oh, they blew a 28-3 lead <laughs> in the fucking Super Bowl. This is a no-brainer. Wow. Wow. That was uh, very well thought out. Persuasive. I mean, if nothing else, the Saints can have their revenge by just dragging the Falcons down. Ugh. The Falcons, yeah. What a team, though. I know. The Falcons, 82 points compared to the Chargers at 62, Joe. Yeah, the Falcons, I mean, they're out to such an early lead, I can't imagine how they don't make it through. That's <laughs> Joe. Sorry. We, don't we do it. Make, we have to make that joke a little No. Let me, let me talk about the Reddit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, I know. this It's percolating. The Falcons Reddit community was one of the most and probably the earliest welcome communities that I came across. Not only did Falcons fans welcome me with open arms, but they also feel like they share a kinship with the Charger fan. Yeah. A kinship of like blowing it. Like like they were even saying like we we like we had a very Chargers moment in the Super Bowl. Like like there's a they see themselves and we talked about this a lot in the Falcons episode. Even before the Super Bowl they saw themselves as a team that like loves to shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Which is what the Chargers are too. I mean, Joe, I have a Charger story last season. I picked their opponent in week one, the Kansas City Chiefs, in a survivor pool. The Chargers were up like 21. It was like 21 to nothing or something. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, I'm out of the survivor pool. That's in it. One. And then like tune off. And I'm I like, and then I check back the score. And they somehow lost it over. It's week one. I mean, th- that's how they start the season. And I think that was one of many games. One of like they four games in a row we lost in the fourth quarter. And yeah. then, of course, the Falcons themselves outdo the Chargers. But it is. It's two peas in the same pot. Right, right. And the fans recognize that. Like, yeah. the fan community was making that argument. So uh, that is definitely something that I appreciated. The Charger fans, you would think that there would be a sort of like natural audience. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fellow Charger fan, at least former one. Of course, your whole life. There is not. The hmm. current LA Charger fans are like at war with any Charger fan that has decided to leave. So now I guess if I were to say, okay, I'm going to stay it's like a Charger a, It's like fan. a cult, Joe. Yeah. It's yeah. like Scientology. Once, once you're out, you're out. Yeah. And you're blacklisted. Yeah. The lowest rated post that I have is I tried two tracks. I was like, okay, I'll try to post it on the Charger page. But knowing that they might not appreciate someone looking at new teams, I'll also post it to the San Diego page. Yeah. Yeah. Neither did well. Wow. So uh, it's... It's been a uh, rough road in terms of fan acceptance. And it's interesting because, you know, my polling on the ground when I went to San Diego, and just based on pretty much everybody I've met in real life, are like, fuck the Chargers. So it really is a self-selecting community, I think, that are going to the Reddit page totally and sticking with the totally. team. It'll be interesting to see how much that changes once the season starts. That, like, if there are people that, unlike us, who have gone through this absurd process and thought about, like, what team I should root for. Yeah. Who haven't thought about it at all and are going to tune back in and sort of, like, 
not have a default place to go. Yeah. Will they just slide back into the Chargers? Will they, and maybe more likely, it seems like go to like go to one of the teams that just has a much more national following. Go to the Patriots. Go to the Cowboys. Cowboys right? Just yeah. like go to the, sort of the easy teams to root for. Or do most people, and maybe I just should have had this and didn't have it. Like, have they developed a backup team, kind of think, knowing what was coming? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how much that that same like sort of exit poll that you were doing outside of a sports bar when you were in San Diego, how that would have changed. Yeah, six like say that say the season. Chargers are start out two and zero, and people see Philip Rivers slinging it around, right? Although. I think once again, all your players got injured again, or all the not your players, the, the Charger <laughs> totally, players. Of course, that's yeah. their new thing. Yeah. In addition to blowing it, yeah, all their players get injured. That new a thing either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I think well, right? Will 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 Charger fans look at that and say like, oh, okay, I'll follow them again, or will they look at it and say, God damn it, like they, like, <laughs> they go, they lose every game when they're in San Diego. Like, why the did they quarter. hire that Galuli guy to yeah. be their medical person? <laughs> um. So, look, I think that in terms of Reddit response, fan acceptance, I think the Falcons have the Chargers beat. They have a lead in the worst team. I think we're saying goodbye to the San Diego Chargers. The Falcons move on. Oh, my God. Joe, wow. I I thought you were setting the stage. Huge. That would be a huge upset. Yeah, that's a... do this 21 times i want to but it's, <laughs> it's too much clicking joe wow so you are going to be a fan of, of a some new team. team that isn't can i watch you cross it out dan can we do this in a wait wait let me cross it out <laughs> together joe okay wow they're gone and another matchup is set in the elite eight the falcons versus the eagles bird on bird violence oh my god joe Wow. We've got Bengals on Packers. So and that's we know like, who would win in that fight. It's true. We discussed this exact thing. <laughs> yeah. We have an answer from oh an God. ornithologist. Unbelievable. That's exciting, Joe. I yeah. like all of our hard work is paying off Absolutely. right Huge. at these this moments. Is, this is, you know, all those Easter eggs that we laid out yeah. early in the season. We knew. We knew that they were going to come back. I wonder who has that on their bracket. Good for them if you do. All right. Two teams left, Joe. I, I mean, I, as much as I want to mourn, the Chargers. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. And we have the number one seed and the number three seed yet to play. So let's flip a coin. Heads is the number one seed. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. It's Tails. Tails is the number three seed. Joe, what was one of those teams with the national following you were talking about? Why, yes, that would be the Dallas fucking Cowboys. The three seed playing the 14 seed, a team... Recently seen in the Super Bowl, also losing, also from the NFC South, the Carolina Panthers, Cowboys versus Panthers, Joe. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I I feel like uh, this is an exciting matchup. Even though it's a 3-14, these both feel like teams that if I picture myself one week from now with a, with a team, I could see myself in a Panther jersey. I could see myself in a Cowboy jersey. The, the, the thought is... I know, Dan. Look, you, you said you were not going to be partial in this. All right. Well, let's just get arranged. Where are they at their best, Joe? Why? It is number two. What do you think about the division? In this category, 
you gave a perfect 10 only to two teams, the New York football giants, which have since been eliminated and did not rise back from the dead. And these Dallas Cowboys, Joe, you love the NFC East for the Dallas Cowboys. Historic rivalries going all the way back. Championship pedigree for all of the teams, except for the Eagles. And, you know, what's there to say? Everybody hates the Cowboys. Or loves the Cowboys. I mean, this is this is a team that everybody has an emotion for. Now let's look at the Panthers. Well, Joe, the Panthers' number one score is on question number one. They got a nine for not too good, not too bad. It's a team right in the sweet spot. This is a team that went right. fifteen right. and one two years ago and last year, six and ten. Right. It's a team that obviously has potential to go very far, but also, I mean, this team has a lot of variance. It's got a lot of star power. But at the same time, you you never know what you're going to get. Absolutely. Well, and actually, it seems like they just have like an every other year thing right now. So you kind of do know. Like this is, this could be a year for them. Yeah. This is a yeah. Super Bowl year. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Cam Newton in the goddamn Keeper League. And uh, what are they, where do they second best, Joe? Well, you have matching seven and a halfs for does the head coach meet a minimum threshold of confidence? You're yeah. a big fan of Riverboat Ron. And what do you think about the division? You gave them a seven and a half for the very same division we were just in. Yeah. NFC South Corner once again. Yeah. Well, I might take you there, but first we have to sort out the best rankings. What do you think, Joe? So the best thing about the Cowboys is unquestionably that division. The fact that the NFC East gets so much national attention and the fact that the Cowboys are right in the mix and it's so competitive. Yeah. And it's like the Cowboys are the epicenter of that division. Fairly or even when they're not the best. All right. I'll give it to you. The Eagles fans fucking hate the Cowboys. The Giants fans hate the Cowboys. They do. The Washington Football Club team fans hate the Cowboys. Yes. That, That is... Such a fun thing to be a part of. Yeah. That being said, I can't think of a team that is more in the wheelhouse of not too good, not too bad than the Panthers. They're right in there with a few other teams. But that is such like a core critical ranking in so many ways. And it's, I mean, not an accident that it's number one. Not that those, not that they're in like a complete rank order. But it is a real fundamental thing that I'm thinking about. So I think this is actually an edge to the Panthers. Interesting. All right. That having a team that is right where they should be in that area is more important than having a team that's in a great division. Okay. Okay. I mean, the Cowboys were pretty good last year. I- I'm not quite sure. You gave them a 7.5 for not too good, too bad, but I, I don't know. I mean, I... I stand by that seven and a half. I don't think that they, I think that they're coming, they're edging close to a sweet spot because it's been a while since they've gone to a Super Bowl. It's been a while since they've made like a, I think it's been a while since they've won a playoff game. I don't think they've won a right. playoff game. No, in a absolutely. Very long time. Right. Right. So it, they're sort of a team that is on the rise, which is what I want to, but, uh, but not like the Panthers. The Panthers, I think, are exactly where they should be. Oh, they did, they did win a playoff game in, uh, 2014 against, of course, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, you need to win a playoff game. That's where you go. But yeah, they, they haven't won uh, more than one playoff game in 
since uh, their last Super Bowl victory in 1995. Okay, slight edge to the Panthers. What do you dislike about these teams? Well, Joe, for the Dallas Cowboys, you put, is it a city you'd enjoy visiting? Dallas, Texas at a 2 out of 10. That's a generous 2. What? <laughs> generous? Ah, you really? Dallas, Texas? I mean, it's a big city. You can't find anything there? It's not, it's not that I can't find anything there. What, what I said at the time, I think it's true, is that, is that, is that it's the, the fourth city I would want to visit in Texas if I was going to Texas. All right. I think I put the fictional city of Dillon, Texas from Friday Night Lights above Dallas. Okay. Well, Joe, what a great, what a great little town that That'd is. Be a really fun trip. And the Panthers' lowest score, they have matching twos for what's interesting about this fan base. And, yes, the same category. Would this be a place you'd like to visit? You, not very interested in Charlotte, North no, Carolina. No, no, no. That's true too, especially the, uh, the the Billy Graham Museum. Is that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't want to go from movie to movie. Yeah, these are. I mean, just both places. I think it's interesting that they're the same category. Both places that I really don't want to visit, and I suppose the fact that the Panthers also have a fan base that I rated low, and you know, I'll get into the Reddit in, in a minute. Maybe a little unfairly too low. But they're still not like a seven or eight in that category. Definitely, definitely. So the the two maybe is a three and a half or whatever, but it was more or less fair. I think the the Cowboys have an edge here because the Cowboys only have the bad city, but have other things that I like about them quite a bit. So let's say Cowboys get the edge for this category. Okay. Neck and neck, though. And let's see if we've got any super fan emails that might shed some light on this super fan and co-worker Karsten alright what's Karsten have to say here the Cowboys should move past the Panthers without question here are some testimonials from Panther fans one our lack of tradition is so palpable that the newest stadium addition is an additional two angry Panther statues standing next to one of our team's owners is that that like a, a dig I don't even get that I think the focus of that is really the that the pan, that even Panther fans admit that they don't have a culture. That they're like trying to build a culture. Like, oh. let's build some angry Panther statues. Let's try doing this. Number two, I live in Chicago and there is no bar that is even willing to take a swing to be a Carolina Panther bar. The Panthers bar in D.C. was permanently closed after five people were stabbed. <laughs> wow. Not that many people went before last year anyways. Well, maybe because it's like a super violent bar. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't blame people for not going. Yeah. Number three, we lose Super Bowls in psychologically traumatic ways. First, the Shamayan twist of a kickoff out of bounds to lose to Tom Brady. Oh, is it Shyamalan? Like Sham- Shyamalan? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can't edit yourself trying to figure that out. I love that that, that was such a... I can and <laughs> First. Well, now, even now that you know what it is, I don't know if you're going to be able... Okay, go ahead. First, the Shyamalan twist of a kickoff out of bounds to lose to Tom Brady. Then the slow blunting to death. <laughs> it's been a long day, Joe. Yeah, this, is, this is maybe not our longest podcast ever, but it's going to be the longest recording session ever. It's going to be our longest podcast ever. Then, the, I mean, nobody's listening at this point, so this is fine. Then the slow blunting to death by Peyton Manning. I mean, that was Peyton Manning did jack squat that game. It was the defense. 
Number four, Cam or Luke will get hurt, we'll lose half our games, and then the team will become an afterthought to the headlines of the NBA removing the All-Star game and our legislation passing a bill that all homosexuals will have to wear blue hats. Oof. All right. I don't know if he was, like, writing those as fake Panther fans or if he He found Panther fans to write those for him. Yeah, I don't know. On the other hand, if you choose Dallas, you will be choosing a fan base that has always been dedicated to their team. You will begin following a team that has a promising future, but is just beginning to be on the rise. It's not a bandwagon move. Long gone are the glory days of the 90s. You can trade one great running back number 21 jersey for another. Although, he's suspended for domestic violence. The Cowboys have the best stadium in all of football. It even has an art collection you can take in on game day or see a tour. Our stadium art tour is a creative and educational opportunity for all ages. Throughout the tour, you will explore many different areas of the stadium, including the main concourse and club locations to see these monumental pieces. Wow, Joe, don't you always think, boy, I want to see the main concourse and club locations whenever you go check out a new stadium. I mean, I know you're being sarcastic, but that stadium looks pretty great. No, come on. You want to watch the game. You want to see the big screen TV. And the concourse. No, no. I know you rated Dallas low as a city to visit, but it really is underrated. Despite its conservative leanings, there is a there is great barbecue, an underrated nightlife scene. Great shopping and Dealey Plaza and the Sixth Floor Museum are worth a visit to learn about the conspiracy theories surrounding the assassination of JFK. We did talk about that, I remember. We did, we did. You will not be disappointed to root for America's team. Your first Super Bowl victory as a fan will be rewarding, and you can consummate your new relationship while tailgating on Thanksgiving Day with thousands of your new fan counterparts. Then watch the Cowboys thrash the sense-eliminated Chargers. Yeah. Wow. Signed, Superfan Karsten. Karsten. He really brings it, man. Yeah. You know, Karsten did something really smart there. He didn't argue a generic point about the Panthers versus the Cowboys. He focused on one key aspect, the fan experience. What is a fan culture and experience like for the Cowboys? What is a fan culture and experience like for the Panthers? And just contrasted the two, which is a totally smart yeah. way to argue a point. I, I mean, we I enjoyed the emails trashing the Falcons. I enjoyed the emails supporting the Saint, but this is the first email that is really a coherent case for the particular matchup. Yes, and it actually is an argument that is like holds weight. It's yeah. very convincing. Yeah. It's persuasive, Joe. On the other hand, let's talk about what the flip side of that fan culture is. Let's hear it, Joe. So I cannot tell you about the Cowboys Reddit experience because the Cowboys Reddit page does not allow anyone to post about their podcast. No, oh, they're so the high Reddit and page. mighty. And that is a little bit of the, that is the like other side of the blade yeah. of being America's team. Is that when you're America's team, America's fucking talking about you. So you have to make rules to shut people up, right? That like yeah. if we're talking about what we've seen from different of the great team fan bases, where the Packers were like, come on in, hang out with us. We want you as a fan. And other great teams were like, fuck, we don't need you. The Seahawks, they ignored it, right? The Eagles were insulting you. The Eagles you, were like, go fuck yourself. Which you still liked and moved them on. The Cowboys are in many ways almost the worst of all of them because they're like, we don't even want you to try and engage. Yeah. You're over there and everything else, like like only certain type of media is allowed to be let through into this forum. I, look, and, and to be fair, I didn't even like try to post it because I'm respectful 
of the rules it's their community i don't want to break you know like i don't want to make someone have to like go and delete my post or whatever yeah and i don't want to hold that against the cowboys because that's just that might just be some asshole moderator who made a rule in the cowboys forum but i do think it is maybe a little bit indicative of just they obviously made that rule to solve a problem yeah that if you're doing a podcast about football, odds are you're talking about the Cowboys all the time. So they probably, before they made that rule, had like 10 posts a day of some jackass with a podcast. Yeah. The horrible monsters, Joe. Right. The flip side, the Panthers, like, it's probably the only Reddit forum where there wasn't one negative comment about our podcast. The only thing that they didn't like was that they liked Jake DeLome more than we did. Yeah, yeah. And they really defended Jake DeLome. But he was okay in that Super Bowl. We we slated him right. a little too much. But they're just super nice people. And like to the point that I started actually commenting on other threads within the Panthers forum because I just like there was just interesting stuff going on. It was a, a fairly large community and also just a fairly active community. So the Panthers really beat the Cowboys easily when it comes to the Reddit piece of it. But then again, Karsten is like making a great argument as a super strong fan of his team. And boy, it is true that I know the Chargers are eliminated, but seeing your new team beat the Chargers on Thanksgiving Day, I mean, that'd be fun. <sighs> yeah, that'd be great. Unless the fucking Chargers won. Yeah, well, whatever. The Chargers, are, they're dead to you. They're just another team, Joe. Dan, what would you do here? I um, this is This is up to you. I can see your... You're not in your deciding position. You're in your thinking position. You're stressed. I am stressed. This is stressing me out. You're not sure what to do. And, I mean, this is is where the rubber meets the road, Joe. I mean, if it makes you any help you at all, I'm just going to give you a 10,000-foot view and say the winner of this matchup is going to play the Raiders. So, I don't know if that... If you're starting to think which matchup you think is... I don't know. You, you know, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sort this one out, Joe. You know all the information. You know that. Look, the Cowboys are the three seed. The Panthers are the fourteen seed. They're that way for a reason. But you know, you you know what there is to know about the teams. This is this is tough. This is real tough. I want to review one more time. Okay. The best thing about the Panthers is their sweet spot in the not too good, not too bad. Yes, they but, are a nine. But. The Cowboys are also pretty good in the not-too-good, not-too-bad. Seven and a half. The best thing about the Cowboys is their division. Yeah, but, you know, they've got a lot of good categories. Division, ten. Can't root for a team Rob roots for, nine. Fantasy players, eight and a half. Though, that might, although you have drafted Ezekiel Elliott in the Keeper League, his fantasy value has gone down quite a bit. So that score might be a little inflated. Sure, sure, sure. But, you know, whatever. Style of play you'd enjoy watching, 10. Though, again, that might go down a little bit. Or style of play, 8. Right. Question number 10. But, yeah, I look, the Cowboys are the, the third seed for a reason. You know, they've, right. they've got a lot of high scores. Right. There's lots of like there. And what are the Cowboys' other low scores? They got a 3 for Is the Team Evil? Right. I mean, look, their Which star also player goes down a little bit with Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that was a little baked into it. And you gave the the fan base a, a five out of ten. I think it's an iconic fan base. But I think to your point about the Reddit post, it's a it's a fan base that calls itself America's team. And I think 
that has positive associated with it, but it also has negatives associated. Where you get lost in the crowd. Right. I mean, right. It's America's yep. team. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna move the Panthers on. Wow. Panthers are moving on. Joe, biggest upset. I mean, Carson's little heart is breaking right now. On the board. The Dallas fucking Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. And Dan, you did a great job not not pushing it either way. That was good. Look, Joe, if you're a Cowboys fan, we have a rivalry, but fuck the Cowboys. I think the point is the best, which is if you join this fan base, you're lost. Right. It's, it's, which, I mean, that was exactly like what the Reddit like, community felt like. Picking yeah. this yeah. fan base shows that you are like a person that just finds the biggest, brashest, whatever, other than maybe the Raiders. But it, but the Raiders have much more of a culture. The Cowboys culture is like... is It's, it's like national Yankees. appeal. Yeah. Right. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, that's not you, Joe. They're gone, and that leaves us one matchup left. For those following at home, look to the upper left-hand corner of your bracket. By far the most interesting matchup, the number one Pittsburgh Steelers versus the zombie team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, the 14 seed just beat the three. Anything can happen now, Dan. Of course. Of course. Anything can happen. Look, I'm not taking anything for granted. Okay, Joe. Okay, let's... Let's do this, Dan. I wasn't sure we were ever going to end this episode. I'm not, I we still we still may not. This could this might never end, Joe. We're gonna have to uh, split this into seven parts, like the last Harry Potter movie. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of work for you, Joe, <laughs> to split it. All right, what are the Steelers' best at? Well, their best category is number seven. Does the team have player or players you could put on your fantasy roster? Yes. All your favorite players are on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, what What more? That's right. 10 right there. Right. Okay. And number three, does the head coach meet a minimum threshold of, of competence? Mike Tomlin, great. I mean, they just have, they're the number one team. They're, they have high scores in literally every single category except for one. Right. <laughs> so their lowest score outside of their worst category is six. I mean, this is a great team. Now let's look at the Jags. Okay. The Jags... The Jags' highest score is a 7. <laughs> In the category, is the owner a monster? You liked Shahad Khan. And what's not to like about him? Although you liked him enough to give him a 7. <laughs> no more. Great mustache. Great mustache. I mean, look, that mustache, as great as it is, cannot compete with Antonio Brown. I mean, there are, so their highest score is a seven. The Steelers have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories that are higher than that seven. (laughs) Is there, other than their zero, do they have anything lower than a seven? They have one, they're not too good, not too bad. You gave them a six and... Pittsburgh as a city, you gave a six. Okay, that's fair enough. That's a yeah. little bit generous to Pittsburgh. I think it's generous to Pittsburgh. Yeah. But I think the one is good. Or, or you know, the, the not too good, not too bad. All right, Joe. And where do they falter? Well, Pittsburgh, it's easy. Is the team evil? No, nothing needs to be said about that, that everybody is not thinking. The Jags, their lowest score, they have three 
twos. They have a two for too good, too bad. They have a two for the division, and they have a two for the fan base. So, what did I rate the city of Jacksonville? That's got to be lower than a two. Well, Joe, you averaged Jacksonville and London. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's why. Okay. Yes. So. Oh my God. Jacksonville has a lot of twos in some potentially key categories, but look, the Steelers have a big fat zero in also an important category. Yeah. No. I mean, look the 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 bottom line is that is that if you're a Steeler fan, you have to root for Big Ben. Yes. And he's a rapist. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. The Pittsburgh high score is is obviously a thousand times better than the Jaguars. Yes. The Jaguars, their star player is not someone that, well, they don't really have a star player. But Correct. Had they a star player, it would theoretically (laughs) not be someone who I like feel queasy about even like watching run out. Does Allen Robinson still play on the team? (laughs) No. No idea. But is a quarterback Blake Bortles? The Jaguars actually have a fighting shot here because, God damn it, if, like, they don't win in this category. So, yeah. one and one. All right. We have an email, Joe. Now, the email isn't about this matchup, and it was sent before the bracket was sent out, and it's sent by a new superfan. Okay. Superfan Brady. Brady. And it's not really... Is this our Jaguar superfan that was responsible for all the Jaguar votes? It's very possible. <laughs> But he's a Patriots fan, so probably not. Okay. But he wrote about Wait, the Jaguars. Is this Tom Brady? <laughs> no, it's not. Wait, are you sure? Unless he goes in under an alter ego where Brady is his first name, and then he has a last name that's completely different. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> he says, I just wanted to say I feel like you missed a golden opportunity with the renaming of the Jaguars on their impending move to London. While I respect the London royalty... Great. I mean, great name. The obvious answer to this question is the London Werewolves. Think about it. You don't have to change the logo that much. You have a movie that represents your fan base and history, American Werewolf in London. That's a good point. And you have a built-in fight song, Werewolves of London. It is a marketing goldmine. That's not a bad idea. I like it. It's no royalty, though. (laughs) I mean, this is like good... It's great. This this that would like come out of a focus group. Royalty is like benevolent dictator who's like sees the the unbelievable brilliance of this like off the wall idea. It's also you know I mean, all due respect, Brady. Here's a problem with werewolves as a logo. You rarely, if ever, play when there's a full moon. So you get how many night games per year? Yeah, I mean One, Monday night two, football, okay. Sunday night football. If yeah, you're really good. One, you get two. three. Okay, yeah. three. How many of those are the night of a full moon? Maybe, maybe one. Well, it would be a one in 28 chance. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. So you'd get one every like six seasons. Right. When there's not a full moon, werewolves are just regular dudes. So that's not intimidating. Yeah. If Don't they were... get burned by the sun? Or they're just normal people? No, they're just normal people okay. who then turn into like rabid wolves when... At night on the full moon. Only on the full moon. Oh. Yeah. What happens if they're in a dome at night and they can't see the moon? Nothing. So it doesn't fine. even work. Totally fine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't like that. Was the new Tottenham Stadium has a dome? Hold on, though. Is it a retractable dome? You tell me. Is it Tottenham Stadium? Does it have the dome? No, there's no dome. No dome. But if it were a retractable dome, it depends on whether or not there's any, like, (laughs) sight lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be... Or, or like, a glass dome. Glass ceiling dome. Yeah. 
that would be a problem. Well, the question is, what makes it? Is it the sight of the moon, or is it some sort of like moon rays hitting? Because the glass yeah. might block them. I think it's like pheromones. Pheromones from the moon. From the moon. The glass would block them, definitely. Probably. Unless it was like a porous glass. I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Or they had like a big a big enough vent. Yes. Ventilation would be a big problem. Yeah. Well, then it seems like the dome wouldn't be an issue. If it were pheromones. <laughs> right. 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 But then... Right. It wouldn't matter where you were. Yeah. You could be like anywhere. You could be like locked in like an underground layer if there was any ventilation, which for you to be alive, there'd there have to be. There must be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. But it still is not happening that often they're playing at that at that time. So yeah. most of them they're just like their logo would have to be a person, except in that like once every six seasons and then and then it would be a wolf. Yeah. Well it's just like a person looking up to the sky and then being like yeah, d- upset. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wearing like uh tearaway clothing. So yeah, have to yeah. rip his clothes. Clothing yeah. would be too baggy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So in general, Brady, it's not a great idea. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for the email. You're, you're a super fan now. They, uh, royalty is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, if the Jaguars tomorrow said that they were the royalties and they're moving to London, I would like immediately drop this whole project. We'd be done. Yeah. We would just move them on. And you know what? Royalty, it, like, you can sell t-shirts like that. Oh, a royal tea. Yes. Sure. I mean. Ugh. Oh, my God. It's so good. It, just, it works on a thousand levels. That's marketing. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Brady is missing the forest for the trees here. So comparing the two Reddit reactions, I guess one would think the Jaguars are this like, who gives a fuck about this? We just spent an hour talking about the Jaguars. Well, we actually spent like 30 minutes talking about the Jaguars, but whatever. Yeah. We spent an amount of time talking about the Jaguars. A significant percentage was their future move to London, though. It doesn't matter. We still talked about the Jaguars. Literally, they should be the opposite of the Cowboys, where the Cowboys are like, don't post your podcast. They should be, you can only post a podcast that yeah, talks about yeah. right? Because no one's talking about the Jaguars. We talked about them. They did not, they did not care for it. Wow. They didn't like the content, but they also even didn't like the idea. A lot of people like questioning, like, the, like, why are you, why are you even doing this? Um, the Steelers, on the other hand, you would think have all the fans. In the, they don't need another fan. What yeah, do they want definitely me for? not. They were, I would describe it as like medium well. Medium well. Yeah. Yeah. Medium well more. O- overcooked? Medi- no, medium well if you get it at like a restaurant where it's actually medium well. Overcooked? No, no. That they were like not like not like super happy about me, but they were like pretty okay. They were pretty welcoming. Maybe the steak analogy doesn't work. What does that have anything to do with steak? Yeah, nothing. I don't know. Why don't you just say that? Because it was like medium plus. What does that mean? It wasn't completely mediocre. It wasn't just like, eh, whatever. It's a little bit better but than that, but it wasn't great. But you're saying medium well to be like an insult of them. A little bit. No, no, no. Uh, okay. Let's just scratch the whole steak analogy. But it doesn't make sense. Dan. Because I said overcooked. You should say yes. Because overcooked is a negative description of a no steak. but i don't mean it to be overcooked i mean i mean that like i was just using it as like a but a i'm C+. saying overcooked to say some a steak that normally is good is yes. a little overcooked which okay. means it's a little bad fair enough okay yeah okay yeah so yeah that's yeah, you're what you're me. saying yeah totally okay so when i said overcooked you should have said, said yeah, yes yeah, yeah, okay yeah okay good Let's just edit that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Right on, Dan. You, oh, overcooked. You're with me. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Great. Uh-huh. <laughs> My God. Well, Joe, it only takes five hours of podcasting in this still. This room got right back up to 140 <laughs> degrees. How is it still hot in here? It's at night. 
It's hit night. There's literally no other place in Seattle that's hot right now. Yeah, this is crazy. People are wearing jackets on the street. And yeah. we're fucking hot. Yeah. Okay. I heard, Joe, by the way, that there's a rabid bat flying around. There is. He's terrorizing the, Seattle. The window's open, Joe. Terrorizing North Seattle. The, the crazy thing is I think it's just one bat. Yeah. It's terrorizing a whole community. Damn. I know. The bat gets around. Uh, though if it's rabid, it can't last much longer. I don't think bats die of rabies. I think they just like carry it. Oh my god! That's why it's just this like could a go bat. on forever until they catch it. Oh my god! We should shut the window. It's gonna get hotter in here. <laughs> Let's take our chances. All right, Joe. all right, Dan. Uh, look, the Steelers were, despite the huge disparity in their quality, were way more welcoming. I think because it was kind of one and one for the first two categories. Steelers certainly have the edge in terms of fan base, in terms of fan response. To me, Steelers make it through. Joe, to not play with the Steelers in Madden is just... It would be a crime. It would be a crime. Yeah, it would be a crime. You you are just going to throw I, I, Antonio Brown the ball every time. Absolutely. Now, Joe, you've rented Madden. We have Madden. Okay. So, you know, the Jags, I think, happy to make it as a zombie team. They had an improbable run here. They knocked off the Broncos. Absolutely. They came in, I, I would say... I don't think they quite gave the Steelers a run for their money. They got a point off the Steelers. But, yeah. In a three-point game, they got a point. Yeah. I think the Steelers were a little nervous. Mm, no, but... If I'm a Steeler fan... Almost nervous. If I'm a Steeler fan listening to this, and I say, it's one-to-one, I'm nervous about how my compatriots would have responded on Reddit. But that's ignoring the fact that you love Antonio Brown so much. You... Must play Madden with Antonio Brown just to try it out. I know. There's no it's way. It's true. It's true. But if they announced today that Antonio Brown was just traded to the Jaguars, I'm going to feel pretty Oh, shitty. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Allen Robinson, Blake Bortles, and Antonio Brown. Damn. Wait, hold on. Jags, the London Royal T. <sighs> and then there were eight, Joe. I mean, I thought we'd already killed the Jags. No. What is dead can never die. Let's well, go. if they were werewolves, then they actually couldn't die. Or maybe they can die? That's just go, that just go off randomly now? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I need the uh, the cannon. Uh, only a silver bullet. No. Yeah. All right. So, Joe, our matchups are set for the Elite Eight. Number one ranked Steelers versus the eight-seeded Seahawks. Wow. That is going to be a, a matchup. matchup. That's a Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, yeah. The, wow. And boy, that was the most rigged Super Bowl in history. Could can the Seahawks get their revenge? The five seeded Packers against the four seeded Bengals. What a game! Wow, wow. The two seeded Falcons against the ten seeded Eagles. Bird on bird violence. Bird on bird. And the six seeded Raiders versus the upset of the bracket, the fourteenth seeded Panthers. I mean, after knocking off the Cowboys, who's to say they can't go far? I mean, come on. They can do anything. Absolutely. This is this is wide open. I don't know what I'm going to do with these categories. This is great. Well, Joe. There's not an obvious one in the bunch. After like five hours of podcasting today, we've got a lot of Madden to play. We've got a lot of Celebrities research to, to do. Research, yeah. All right. Joe. Dan. It's amazing. This is amazing. Teams are just falling off left and right. I mean, the Chargers are gone. I it's and so many super fans are going to be. Ch- they're not going to listen. Karsten's gone. Any super fan that's listened to this, Jeff is gone. Just Jeff is going to 
is going to revoke his rights for us to use his music. Yeah. No. He won't. <laughs> He's good like that. I know. No animosity in NFC South Corner. It is a lovely place. It is. And it's alive and well. That's true. It's true. All right. Joe. Thanks, Dan. See ya.